detective. Thrill me. Welcome back, everyone, to the Thrill Me podcast. Back again, Gibbo. Special guest, Maddie, filling in for Adam while he's away. How are we, gents? Well, we're a lot better looking this week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that's a given. Um, So, it follows. Your choice this week? Yeah. Because I'm smart. Yeah, yeah, well. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Might not be the consensus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we thought it was going (laughs) to (laughs) be. I was so confident. Uh, And before we get onto that, we've got a little bit of up or down, and we've got one trailer each this week. Mm. So, I'll kick it off. The Rampage trailer. We got number two, I think, during the Super Bowl. The second trailer for Rampage dropped. Mm. Up or down, Matty? Um... I've got my thumb, the thumbs firmly in the air. Yeah, you know what you're going to get. Like, it's not. Um, we know it's going to be a giant gorilla. So yeah, it's going to be entertaining. Things, buildings are going to get broken. Um, helicopters are going to be taken out of the sky, and they introduced a wolf. Can't go wrong. Yep, a flying wolf. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind. You both. That's a tough sell for Gibbo. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's get hard, on board. I, like the. The need to just go back and go any property from when we were kids and just try and roll it out as a movie is getting very tiresome. Yeah. You've got fucking Battleship and, like, they're going to start making Monopoly movies and stuff. Like, I just... Oh, I think it's in uh, production. Scra- Scrabble's probably on the way. <laughs> now, there'll be a Uno movie soon. They've already done the stupid shit with emojis. Like, Oh, man, that was dreadful. Th- this, this is going to be fine. Like, my little bloke will want to watch it. I'll have to sit there with him and my eyes will probably bleed. But like, I'll watch The Rock in anything. And I've proven it because he's made some shit lately. But this is, <laughs> I just, it's too much. Like they could do so much more with what they're doing. It just looks mm. like mindless shit. So you're, and I'll be it. there for, I'll be there to watch it. Which is oh, precisely go. why yeah. it's gonna work. I, I guarantee it's gonna. I'll be in the cinema with it with, to watch it with Dylan, and there'll be no way to avoid it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it'll be a good movie. Mm, right. Well, um, I must say when they first, when they first put it out there, I was kind of like. It's such a simple premise for the game. I just don't know how they can do it with a movie. Then I heard the rocks attached. Mm. I was pumped. I was ready to go. But Mm. the first trailer, I was just a bit like, yeah, it could be fun, but I'm not sure how it's going to go. And the rocks seemed pretty serious in those scenes with, you know, he's my buddy and all this sort of stuff. This trailer, I was much bigger on because it had those moments of like, you know... Starting up the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the woman saying, you know, there's other ways to do this. And he's like, nah, but it's not as fun. (laughs) You know, when he's putting the dude to sleep, he's like, it's a big arm, don't fight it. And like... (laughs) I got those moments where I'm thinking, yeah, this is what I this is what I want to see from the mm. rock, and then we've got giant gorillas and flying foxes, and, uh, flying sorry wolves. Um, I think I'm up. I think I'm I'm ready to see it. So, I, look, I, I think it it has a high possibility of being a real stinker. <laughs> it could go really pear shaped, but I'm I'm there. I'm but you know exactly what it's going to be, and if you go yeah. in with that expectation then there's no way you can be disappointed yeah my expectations will be super low so it might beat them yeah that's mm, all I can go, go with but it, it just feels like San Andreas with monsters and San Andreas again I've watched San Andreas like three times with Dill mm. it's terrible yeah it's but, pretty bad but that's what this will be and but it'll it was, be you know, entertainingly bad down the line it had Alexandra Dario in it I yeah. could watch lots of things with her running <laughs> so that was nice um, alright so you've got one to well, mine, uh, I'm not as invested as you. I only saw it um, while watching the movie we were watching tonight. It was it just sort of popped up on the Netflix feed, and I didn't really know any about it. I kind of brought it to the table to see if you knew more about it, being the comic book guy that you are. Um, so I was going to see what you guys would think of Black Lightning, 
which mm. and they've actually dropped some episodes. You said I, yeah, I just I saw the trailer, the but first one's on there. Yep. Yeah, right. I think which I've seen half to like of. episode four in the states or something. Mm. So I reckon the second one would be in a matter of days. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've got no idea what the property is. Yeah. I've, mm. I just saw it and I haven't heard of it. So you mentioned it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the trailer, it's I don't know that it's the best trailer. Um, some of the ideas in it look pretty cool. Um, and if it's decent quality, like I'll be like I'll be watching it for sure. Like yeah. that sort of content is what Netflix is for, as far as I'm concerned. So yep, um, I thought it looked pretty cool. Something different. Mm. Yeah, I'll be up on it. Well, I um, I was familiar with it before it was coming out. Um, I must say, I'm not all that familiar with the character. I've read plenty of DC stuff, but I haven't seen a lot about the character. Um, I believe some of the people involved with the Arrowverse are involved, but it's separate. So they're not going to, as far as I know, they're going to make an effort to keep it from doing tie-ins with those characters. And it looks to me like it's got a little bit of that Marvel, a little bit of that seriousness, a little bit of violence, a little bit of, uh, there seems some, you know, gangsters shooting guns, all that sort of stuff. But it's definitely got that DC real comic booky costume and feel to it as well. Yeah. DC show. So... I think it could be really mm. interesting if it, if it gets that mix yeah. uh, quite. You know, it's got a, it's got a chance to be interesting, and it's got um, the. I'm familiar with the Tobias Whale character, and the guy that they've cast for that looks spot on. So, yeah, I'm I'm up on that yeah. one too. I started watching. I'm it. easily excited. Yeah. So I got halfway through. <laughs> we know. I got halfway through the first episode, and the. Um, they kick it off with uh, with uh, Nina Simone singing in the background, singing "Strange Fruit," which is just all that hangs in the south, and uh, and it's very heavily looking at that the whole um, the the racial profiling and all of that sort of thing. So, I think that ties into some of the stuff that we're interested in being big NBA fans and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's going to be really interesting. I was very happy to watch that first introduction. So. Well, that makes you the expert on it, mate. So yeah. it's good to see that it's going well so far. Strong female leads, strong black characters and um uh definitely a, like a reluctant anti-hero to some extent so but just uh there's so much it's, and it's all uh, bought on from uh the the pressures of the racism that exists in america so i think i don't know if we can fully relate to it being white, middle-aged white people as no, we, we mentioned from a couple of pods <laughs> as was mentioned a couple of pods ago but uh uh i think it's uh definitely a, a good step in terms of us bringing a bit more awareness to to um that issue. Cool. Uh, I still, as always, with a superhero movie, I don't know how you can make a, a principal a superhero. Like, I ran into five kids that I taught just going to the mall the other day. Like, they're gonna, they're, someone's going to know him for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So all you've got to do is take his glasses off, mate, and he's completely yeah, camouflaged. Different person, different person. <laughs> That's not Mark Kent. <laughs> all right, so, Maddie, you brought one to the table that, admittedly, I this one passed me by. I mm. Heard nothing about it. So. Yeah, so uh, Alita Battle Angel is getting uh, remade, and uh, for, for like the, for me, it was just one of those formative uh, anime movies, and just uh, so much potential that uh, the, the, a small battle robot that's just absolutely kicks ass. Astro Boy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which uh, again, I like. But yeah, um, also good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the the um, the broken broken uh, character, and but she's just got this amazing power so uh it looks like it's gonna have awesome action it looks like it's gonna have uh again a, a plot to back it up and uh i'm really excited to see how they're gonna make the 
the real life version. Good cast too. Like, mm. yeah, the, the actual human characters that got in there are very strong. Like Christoph Waltz and like anything that he's in, I'll watch for sure. Yeah, um, oh, I'd, I'd seen the trailer though before. I just didn't know when you said it was called Alita. I didn't because I, I remembered it being as, as yeah. called Battle Day, Battle Angel. Yeah. And when you said Alita, I'm like, what is this? And then as soon as it started, I was yeah, it reminded me because I'd completely forgotten about it. Yeah, it looks very cool. Massive. It looks up. like it has a massive budget too. Oh mate, I'm hard in on that one. That's going to be so. Really James good. Cameron's directing it, and mm. it's just going to be uh, a bit of a. Uh, bloodbath, I reckon, in parts. Yes, so. I think it's going to get quite full on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, I didn't know anything about it, but the thing that immediately attracted me was the names. Like it looks visually really interesting, mm. but I've got no no connection to the story. But mm. then, you know, the James Cameron thing came up. Um, Christoph Waltz. Then what's his name? Uh, Mahershala Ali, who I've been loving some of the stuff that he's been doing. Mm. So once the names started popping up, I was like, "Yeah, I could, I could get behind this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think uh, as I said, no, no connection to the story. I don't really know what it's about, but it definitely interested me enough <clears> that when I saw all those actors on top of that, I'm like, "Yeah, mm. I'm in." I'm excited. I'm excited. Right, so almost three for three. Yeah, almost, almost. So, yeah, we'll get uh, into the trailer for It Follows. Here it is. I used to daydream about being old enough to go on dates. I had this image of myself holding hands with a really cute guy driving along some pretty road. It's never about going anywhere, really. It's having some sort of freedom, I guess. <laughs> Okay. You awake? What are you You're not gonna believe me, and I need you to remember what I'm saying. This thing, it's gonna follow you. Somebody gave it to me, and I passed it to you. Wherever you are, it's somewhere walking straight for you. All you can do is pass it along to someone else. Who did he really do to you? Apparently he used a fake name to rent a house in the city. This isn't real, I swear to you, this is just some game. If it kills her, it gets me. It goes straight down the line whoever started it. What exactly is supposed to be following you? I don't know. Something happened. That's not what she thinks, okay? You don't believe me. me. Everything's okay. It could look like someone you know, or it could be a stranger in a crowd. Whatever helps it get close to you. Follows from 2014. Um, it was directed by David Robert Mitchell. Um, he's also directed The Myth of the American Sleepover and a movie called Virgin. And he's got one coming out this year called Under the Silver Lake, apparently. It's a 2018 release. Um, produced by Rebecca Green, Laura D. Smith, who did a movie called I'll See You in My Dreams. None of these are really big releases, though. Yeah. Um, also, David Robert Mitchell, David Kaplan, who was involved with It Comes at Night. 
Um, Good one. And Eric Romesmo, um, who was involved with a movie called Kicks. Um, a couple of these guys have seemed to have done a few projects together in the past. I think they caught a, do a little bit of group work as, as a production company. Um, it was written by David Robert Mitchell as well. Uh, stars Micah Munro as Jay Height. Keir Gilchrist as Paul Baldwin. Um, Daniel Zavato as Greg. Jake Weary as Hugh and Jeff Redmond. Um, Olivia Lucardi as Yara and Lily Seppe as Kelly. Uh, the budget was around two million, and it made t- pretty tidy twenty point six million mm. uh, on a two million budget. So, did quite well for itself. Yep. All right. So, general thoughts, Maddie. You can kick us off. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll work our way out. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Um. Oh, look. Hey, I like the premise of it. Um, I think I was in one of these movies. You just want to be, uh, I guess, left being scared of what's going to happen, not just going, "Why the fuck is this happening?" Which uh, I think too often you're just like, "I don't quite understand how they got there," and in bits it's slow, but it has some memorable moments in it, mm. and uh, it has some, uh, I guess, there's a bit of suspense in there about how it's going to end because every single bloody character's an idiot in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> For me, for me, it was uh, like it was a one and a half for me. One and a half. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, <laughs> well, Matty's somebody's wrong. Man. I'm gonna, I'll put a disclaimer that I uh, watched this. I started watching this at probably about twelve thirty at night. And you just uh, wanted to get to sleep. He, he I probably asleep. just wanted to go to bed. He only saw the first ten minutes. <laughs> he woke up and there's just blood in the pool. He's like, ah, uh, <laughs> <this is so, laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, look. one and a half. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it. I'm taking it back by that. Um, Should we go outside and have a cuddle? Yeah, I think so. We don't even need to. Yeah. If it had an 80s soundtrack to it, then maybe I would have been sucked in. <laughs> it had that synth thing going on though. It definitely if it had, had Stan Bush, you'd have given it another three stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it's um, I the first time I saw this, I just absolutely loved it, um, and this time around, it probably didn't have the same impact, mm. um, but like the the premise is so straightforward, but it's really well directed, and they they squeeze the the most out of that idea and that paranoia that comes around from. This thing's always coming mm. at you, even though it's only coming at walking pace. It's always gonna yeah. get to you. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, it's it makes me like I'm, I think about it a lot. I watch it and I think different things than I did the first time around about what it's actually talking about. And um, I picked up on a few few different things this time around that I hadn't seen last time. I didn't put together last time. Yeah. Um, so. I'll probably, I reckon I'll probably go with three and a half. I was going to go a bit higher, but I just found the experience this time around to be a little bit underwhelming compared to the first time when I was almost at five stars. I was singing its praise. I thought it was mm. just one of the best things I'd seen in ages. And I think I mentioned it to you when it popped up on yeah. Netflix. And um, Yeah, you were the reason I watched it the first time for sure. And so, yeah, I'm still a big fan of it. And I reckon it's one of those ones that the next time I watch it, I'll probably be like, oh, geez, I was a bit down on this last time. I really enjoyed it this time. Like, um, so yeah, it just it just felt a little bit slower and too slow mm. in parts this time around. So yeah, three and a half probably. Um, yeah, you put me onto it. Um, when the, the first time I watched it, I'm, I'm almost exactly the same as you. The first time I watched it, there was a lot more instances where I had like you know the hair on the back of your neck standing up, and yeah. you're sort of going, "Oh shit, something's happening." Um, watching it a second time because you know 
you sort of look for more things in the background and there's so many little bits of, you mentioned the directing um, there's so many little bits and pieces in the background and just the way they pan a lot of shots and you just look yeah. always looking for something that might be something yeah, in the background yeah. and they spend a lot of time like outside and stuff so you can always constantly see other mm. people around and yeah so I did like I'd li- I sort of like that any t- anytime somebody was walking to the camera you're like oh that's that, that could be yeah. it yeah. or maybe it isn't like there's yeah. a couple of instances where it's like oh that's obviously them and then it just ends up not being anything yep. mm. um, but the, like you said, the first time I watched this, I was really like there was probably five different scenes where I'm like, that's some of the best horror stuff I've seen. Yeah. Um, and watching it this time, specifically a couple which we'll get to later on, um, it just yeah, like you said, just didn't have the same sort of impact. Yeah. Um, but then there was probably three or four still that I was just like, that's really really well done. Um, as Maddie said, there's some issues with character decision making in this for sure, <laughs> um, which is probably the big hole in it. And then also we mentioned. Um, on one of the last pods, you can have either something that's fully explained or that it's not explained at all, and this really isn't explained at all. And I thought the first time I watched it, it worked. This time, it, I was kind of more where Maddie is, where I was just thinking, you kind of need to know what is going on. Like, there's just, just no me off. pissed me off. Like, give me a videotape that's cursed. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's something that needs to be there. Um, it was just a little bit probably lacking there um, mm-hmm. but I'll still probably go with a 4 as well anyway so I'm probably just a bit higher than you yeah I was, um, I was still yeah. pretty close to a 4 even with you know some of the things this I'm probably still around. giving a bit of a legacy score from the first time I watched it because I just yeah. I thought it was like you said I was almost like four and a half, five the first time apologies yep. apologies gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> he fell asleep we'll just let it slide yeah yeah I think so um, so straight off the bat with the likes the premise hmm. really simple idea but it it works. It's super effective, especially visually, and they make really good decisions um, to get the most out of that. Um, the first time you see that woman walking up the hill, that's genuinely chills. You yeah. Know? Like when you, you don't know what that dude's doing to to Jay, and then you see that that woman, and it's obvious because she's nude and like yeah, this isn't normal. She looks yeah, it just looks off, and then when she's sitting there and it comes walking across that car park and they just stay still. Super effective. Like, yeah. Directing like that is really great stuff. They didn't try to ramp it up with all the music and all this sort of stuff. They just, it was really subtle. And then yeah. the other dude starts running up next to it to make sure it's not coming after him. And it's just like, because the camera's in her point of view, basically, you're sitting there going, the please get me away. Walking. Yeah, you yeah. just want to, you want to move. Like, yeah. Um, so I think that, that premise of the thing that's just, just, there the whole time and it's gonna be there even if you know you know jump in the car and drive away eventually you're gonna get to this point where you've only bought you yourself really time relax. yeah yeah <clears throat> that's uh yeah super super effective um but pretty straightforward yeah my um my first one was was a little bit before that it's like it's actually the intro um before you have any idea what's happening um all you get is that you know the girl comes running out of the house and she's clearly not ready for a day outside because she's in a like pajamas and whatever else wearing heels for some reason they're yeah. not running attire no um but you don't actually see anything on screen that's happening it's it, just the way that they pan around and the angles they use yeah it's a single shot but it stays on her the whole time and yep. all she's doing is leading something somewhere to get back to where she was so she can get her keys and get out of there. Yeah, that's right. Um, but the first big chill scene I had was when it just shows you what happened to her on the beach. Mm. Oh. And it's like, oh my, what the fuck happened to your leg? Like, yeah, yeah, it immediately gets you in because you've got no idea what's happening to her. But like you said, it's shot really well and then she does those phone calls and like, Dad, I'm sorry I can be a pain or whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
next shot she's fucking it just flashes like to pencil. it yeah <laughs> like, she's a beach the, chair yeah, yeah. <laughs> what just happened it didn't have the impact this time but the first time I was, I was like oh my fucking god yeah. I was not ready for that even yeah. this time I kind of I, I knew what was happening but I'd forgotten about that shot how it just just it's a shot of her sitting there talking then it's she's a pretzel. It's like yeah. what, what, I don't, the first time you I watched it, about it. Did you not see something happen to her before? Like I, I had the feeling like the, like there's a female comes down to the beach and you actually see it like something actually happens to her. It felt like it was a cut. I was kind of something was missing. I was in my head. I thought something similar, but I think I was getting mixed up with the same. Other kills comes to Jay at the beach, mm-hmm. where the lady walks up behind and grabs her hair, and the other kids can't see. Yeah, and no, I thought yeah. it was because I thought you actually saw the action of her like. Yeah. folding up I don't know I might have been wrong but I just thought that bit was really abrupt where it went from her on the phone and then all of a sudden it's just pretzel kid yeah. I don't know because yeah that's the only way you could describe it like your legs not like supposed it. to do that I did like it and I started out just trying to figure out oh what's happening what's happening what's happening and I guess that's where my score came from because I was just like I wasn't satisfied with yeah there is no explanation at any yeah. point in it um, and either that works for you or it doesn't for mm. sure and mm. that's a bit it's a big part of the movie so yeah um, we kind of talked about the the way that they directed it, but there's so much with just just the angles they choose and the pans and the way they come into shots and, and move out of shots, um, the way they focus different scenes. Like there's one bit where you're looking at Jay close and then it focuses out and then focuses back in when she's in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when I was first watched it. That scene of the old lady in the nightgown walking across the like the quad at the school. Yeah. Mate, I was tingling up hard. And then this time, it just didn't have the same thing. And that's where the score really comes down. Yeah, but yeah. just the way it was just like, that shouldn't be scary. But the no, way they should. did it was just exactly. because it's of the same that wheelchair scene where, where she's like strapped in and yeah. you're just like, what the fuck is he doing? And then it's just explained he's out running it. And, but the, again, that panning in and out and yeah. we're looking at something, but. It's uh, and it looks like you're expecting it to be fast, hard and fast. But yeah. he's like, no, 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 we're just gonna back up a bit. Yeah, I do like that. That um, like when it comes across the quad, I still sort of, mm. I really like that because they played it out really well. That this was the first kind of time she'd seen it creeping up on a in a, on her own space without him there. Yeah, it still wasn't mm. quite real at that point. And then it happens, and you're like, well, oh, this is weird. And then when it comes into the hallway, that woman. She's a creepy looking lady. I don't want to see. She's not my grandma. I don't want to see old people ever again. No. I've seen that scene. I don't know. Like they did that. They they did that a few times. They chose people that just looked a bit off. Oh, a bit. <laughs> How about fucking stretch from later on? That guy when he comes up. Anyway, we'll get to that scene. That was one of my. That was one of the good scares in it. But even yeah, that, that old bit, woman, with they get up close on her face, and I'm kind of like, she's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> part already dead part she looks like an old man <laughs> kind of like Leo Sayer if he'd gotten old in his hair and gone like, what? <laughs> I was just like I can't look at her yeah she's cringy but that, that scene where you're talking about where she walks into the hallway they do a really good bit there without having to do really dodgy like telling you what's happening when she yells out and says hello and the girls right. behind her just turn around and go yeah. hello yeah, like weird yeah. That's that's so you straight away know no one else can see no this except that. and that's why they think she's going crazy. Yeah. And later on they sort of you know the, the kid that gave her the thing sort of explains it a bit more. But yeah. at that point that's just all you're given and you're like oh okay so it's just at that her. point Jay would have been confused as to whether it was real or not. But it would be scary either way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mate, I'm running way earlier. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's yeah. like, you're coming closer. I might just hang around. For a like, what is that door's locked? You're yeah. fucked. <laughs> like, I'm through the window. I don't give a shit. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Old, old people, I'm out. No thanks. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think uh, another one of the things that worked really well for me was the vague time setting. And I think the director did that. I believe I read an interview where he said he did it because he didn't want to date the movie. Yeah. He didn't want people to be focusing on like a time period. Um, but again, it, it gives this movie its own kind of unique style. That is like the, the their clothes, the fact that they're all watching like CRT TVs with the wood yeah. paneling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet that girl's on that clamshell. Little PDA thing. thing. Like, but no one has mobile phones. No, yeah, all the, the corded phones and all that sort of stuff. It's it's I don't know. It just worked worked pretty well, and I think um, I don't know. Down the track, we'll see. It might even be you know even more effective as to how it ages. Mm. Um, because it seemed like that was inten- his intention, but it also worked to give it this kind of style, and it it seemed to me to play into the reading of it being about um, adulthood and like going. Because I think if you watch it, you can pretty clearly get get the reading of that it's about STDs out of your head straight teen, away. Teen promiscuity. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of not you know about that other than it's passed via sex or when she checks her undies. Yeah, well, that bit was a bit. I'm like, oh, okay, so it's an STD. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. she doesn't have to look at a vagina. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, but it's um, I think the things that added up to that, that one of the readings of it is that it's about you know creeping up in unprotected sex. And, and, yeah, and it's sort of one you don't see the parents all that all that much. Like her mum yeah. is only ever seen in the background, and or you, you know, see his mum at one point. Can't see. <laughs> no, shut or, up. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, there's the parts about that style where, to me, it reminds you of kind of like your childhood, but it's not your childhood anymore. Like, it's all those things that they had about the styles of the houses, the, st- the TVs they were watching, the furniture, reminded me of growing mm. up. That's your, that's your lounge room. But then they're kind of taking over it and they've mm. got their own little touches of the technology yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. And, um, there's definitely some... I never thought of it that way, but there's definitely some... Um, uh, ambiguity as to how old they are as well. I guess yeah, there's because yeah. it's sort of they're in school and they're school kids, but they're like uh, driving to wherever they need to go. Yeah. So I guess it's not not things that and the adults just aren't present. No. Other than just like a, and then so, the only thing they say is like, oh, we can't tell your mum, and it just sort of does away with yeah. adults altogether. And the mum, the mum's in the scenes. She's in the house, but she's just in the background. Like, or she's asleep in the hospital, drinking, drinking wine, or yeah. she's talking to someone else at one point, but it just shows yeah. the top of her head. Like it's really, I don't know. There's some interesting readings of it. That was the one that probably struck with me a little bit mm. because of those things. But yeah, I felt like that style played into that a little bit. Mm. The tone of you know the the all the furniture and all that sort of yeah. stuff. When you talk about the, like, whether it's about the STD things, or the, all I had it was is it was like a, a loss of innocence, like a, yeah. ca- like not coming of age, but like you clearly, you, you, your life's changing, you've got more responsibility, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that sort of can come up to bite you, I guess, with, yeah, without yeah. sort of getting too on the nose. Um, it's just, you know, when you're a kid, you want to be an adult, and then when you get to be an adult, you're like, fuck, I'd love to go back and not have done what I've done to get here. Like, I yeah, yeah. go back and know what I know now, but have it, another shot at it. And that's yeah. the, the first time I watched it and was just thinking, you know, before I'd gone and read people's articles and theories and all that sort of stuff on it, my feeling was similar. It was like, oh, so they're, you know, they're coming of age and um, yeah. they're becoming sexually active, but then... My feeling was she's not sure about this guy and there's a little bit of sort of yeah. shame attached to it. Mm. Yeah, guilt um, as well. And for guilt. Sure. And then when you start doing it with other people that you're sort of spreading things like Yeah. I, that's that was what I that it follows you around from relationship to relationship and stuff like that. That's what I got on it. But this time around, yeah, I felt much more the the, the parental one struck much more with me. Mm. Especially because the first time around I never 
I've completely missed that at the end in the pool, it's her dad. Yeah. I missed that altogether. Yeah, well, on the roof was too, wasn't it? Uh, I didn't see... I couldn't really tell. I think the, the guy on the roof, like when she's pulling out and she looks up and it's the, guy, the guy's on the roof. Yeah. And that's when she realised the guys she tricked on the boat had obviously been killed already. Yeah. And she, so she's really feeling guilt at that point. She looks up and she sees that guy on the roof and she's like, oh, what have I done? Yeah, like, the other thing that crept me out there was the... The kid that rides the bike up the band. Yeah, and it's the one from the the one from the boathouse. Goofy looking kid from the boathouse who again scared me. (laughs) Yeah, maybe well because he hisses the (laughs) yeah. That's the that jump scare was. (laughs) I'll get to that sort of was one of my likes and dislikes because I'm like, why the fuck is he the little kid? Yeah. Well, because it's just someone from the neighbourhood that's supposed to be non-threatening. So when I saw that kid on the bike, that made more sense. But it's sort of yeah. He looks like a rat. That kid though too. Just (laughs) another creepy little prick. Hey. Should have had a hammer. Um, the fact that the fact that it can be anybody, like it's obviously like it's got a shape shifting ability or whatever. Yeah. Um, the only way you can really tell it apart is that it doesn't respond to verbal cues, yeah. and that the way it just sort of inexorably comes towards you. Yep. Other than that, it could be anything. A lot of the time, it's nude for reasons, yeah. um, which yeah. is strange. Like, <laughs> oh mate's mum's there and she's got a boob out. Um, the first lady you see that, but that like you said, the fact be, that she was nude was, and then all the blokes with their todgers out. Yeah, that seems to be the less effective disguise because you're like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. It's not very good at camouflage. <laughs> no, like, that that idea works really well um, too. It reminded me of um, remember that movie Four. Yes, which was one of my the touch yeah, touch transference passing yeah. through touch, and it it was the same as that. You didn't really know who it was, and it made that sort of paranoid feeling like ever present. Yeah, there. super yeah. claustrophobic because um, of that. And again, like I, I can't. There was a review I read that made note of the direction again about how oftentimes they're outside, but it makes it shoots it like it's very spacious, and you can see. There's distance between and all those people in the background and, you know, which one might be walking towards the camera and then veering off slightly and yeah. stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it all goes hand in hand with that. Like, they just do a really good job of playing that out as, as effective as it can be, almost. And they even except, start out... They start out, the <laughs> they start out not showing you the distance when the first time we get sort of introduced to it in the cinema. Like, yeah. they... He looks back, but they don't show you what he's looking at. No. And then he's like, no, let's get out. Yeah, oh, you want to be the girl in the yellow dress? And, yeah. <laughs> that, that dude, what, what prick of a human. Like, I don't know how else you're supposed to deal with this situation. It's like, that's the other thing. It's like, it, it's like he tries to put you in the situation. It's like, what would you do? Like, would you yeah. be the bigger guy? And But, like, if you if you get killed by it, all it means is it's going back down the chain. So, yeah. Which is there, dumb. There's really like, no good answer. They, you, had a, they had a really good opportunity... For after he infects her to go, all right, you're getting a makeover. You're going to go and fuck as many dudes as you can. Yeah, so I don't well, want this coming back to me. If otherwise... it's me, if it's me, I'm organising an orgy that night. I'm Craigslist, <laughs> swingers party. But, yeah. the, but the, the catch twenty two is if you don't let the person know what's happened and that they need to be cautious, you're buying yourself almost no time. Well, yeah. that's and you're just the killing other thing people. Too. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It's um, I got a dislike about exactly what you just mm. said down the track, but um. Yeah, there's there's a few questions that get raised, and the more I think the more you watch it, the more times you kind of say, "What about this?" or "What about that?" and that I think that added to my score going down a little bit this time because mm. um, I didn't do that as much the first time. I was I was caught up in the hype. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, uh, it it's sort of yeah. I think most of my likes basically are repeating the same sort of thing they're about the direction and the people in the background that's the strongest they kind part of all for sure. add up to the whole thing I actually didn't mind the acting I, I know um, 
You said they were all stupid. <laughs> well, the characters are stupid. I don't think they're acted badly, though. I think they were kind of... I got the vibe of, you know, just teenage kids just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. I thought it was... And I think that was on purpose, kids. right? Yeah. It's on yeah. purpose to say, like, when you're an adolescent, you don't quite get it. And yeah. But just some of the conversations are so dumb. Like, they're... The, what was it, Paul sitting there like, uh, I know you've been uh, chased by a demon, but how come you didn't want to fuck me instead of Greg? Which is like, again, and it's one of those things where like I get it, it fits in with uh, their world is just centered around what's happening to them in that immediate moment a lot of the time. Yeah. You can be, the person that you're talking to could be um, chased by a, a sex demon, but <laughs> you're just really concerned about how... I really want to get you're thinking back to, leave me alone. Yeah, you're thinking about you, a kiss you had in your seven. He's sitting there yeah. going, I'm a sex demon too. <laughs> 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 yeah. And after I have sex with you, I'll follow you around too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, the, the, the big dude in the hallway. Yeah. So you, you talk about finding creepy people. I'm, I'm guessing that was mostly CGI. I don't know. Or they, or they found that... a guy that looked like Robert Wadlow and just no, threw him in there. But... Is it the dude? Is it that? Um, uh, I could be wrong, but there's. I that meant guy to look it up and see if it was like the Devil's Rejects, who was abnormally tall and looked a bit creepy. I think he actually passed away, but he did a lot of those horror type roles and those. He would have been good for Slender Man. Yeah, I think he did roles of people that had like those abnormal kind of um, physical qualities and proportions and. That's that's probably like the. That's like a top three scare in this though, like because you think oh it's out there and then you see the girl and he just sort of comes up from behind her and like looms over everything. You know it's coming and you think it's her, but then she stands at the and she's like, what's going on? It's not her. And then yeah, yeah, he swoops in and you can tell they picked a tall dude. Purely to get it, you know, yeah. she can walk in and he can be seen behind her. But yeah, yeah, they they, they did. They made his eyes look really hollow too. Like, yeah, know, super was, gaunt. That was creepy. That, that, the that one, was a good the, one. The one in the kitchen was because they they kind of got up close to it, which they didn't do a lot of times with the other ones. She had all the teeth. Missing, missing, yeah. Oh, man. She clearly had a rough life, whoever she decided. Oh. <laughs> and why was it pissing itself? I don't know. Now, that makes it, again, really creepy, but, like, gross, man. Yeah. You have to piss yeah. on my floor. <laughs> you got to clean that up. But, like, yeah. if, if a demon pisses and no one else can see it, is there really demon piss? Well, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. If you go back to the kitchen, is it clean? you slip in the puddle, but nobody else can see the puddle. Because <laughs> yeah, they remember they said they went in there and they couldn't see anything. Yeah. Is there no demon piss? I don't know. Mm, it's very confusing. You're just, you're just picking it apart. Mm. Well, that's fine. I liked I liked that um, the scene where they're just like retracing the steps of uh, what's going. What what has Jake been doing? So what's Hugh been doing to sort of protect himself? Mm. And he's got all the windows set up. I enjoyed that. They're just going through and you're, yeah, with you're waiting for the, the windows and stuff. Yeah, you're waiting for something bad to happen. They give you that jump scare when there's holes in the wall and that sort of thing. Yeah, like I enjoyed that. It showed some thought, I guess, about how much he'd been affected by... Yeah, and he'd clearly dealt with it for a long time, not yeah. just a short period of time. Like, he'd yeah. obviously tried to live with it for a while mm. and then just got to a point where he couldn't handle it yeah, anymore. That's right. The fear would yeah. be incredible. But even, even at that scene, though, where there were, the windows are all papered over and she looks over and there's that guy walks past mm. and he's just sort of looking in the window and you're like, oh, that's it. And then it never mentions it again. It's yeah. just... It no, always yeah. keeps you on edge with it. Yep. Um, there was one little funny scene that, though, when Paul finds the... Adult magazines. Yeah. Totally nonchalant about just brushing <laughs> off the used tissues. I'm like, mate, I'm, I'm not touching that. You need some rubber gloves <laughs> to get involved in that. 
they, like how they weren't all stuck together like paper mache. I've got no idea. Oh, mate, I'm setting fire to that room. I'm like, oh, I there. <laughs> yeah, that was she pretty. She picks the perfect bloke to say, all right, after you have sex with me, go and find some prostitutes. <laughs> perfect. And perfect like they just, dude. They just suggest fine. that too. He's they so know. pathetic yeah. that he would do it. <laughs> is it is, that's the same kid from Atypical too, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, same guy. Yeah, he's, he's really good in Atypical. Yeah. So. It's a different role, right? <laughs> yeah, not that di- different. <laughs> he's definitely an some. awkward adolescent. He still gets some. Oh, oh, sure. He's a ladies' man. Um, what else did we have? Uh, well, while we're speaking about him then, one of, one of my likes, and it's, it's cringy, but it was just like every time I do, I'm like, come on, mate, just calm down. Anytime he's in a room with Jay, he's just staring at her like he wants to eat her face. Like, oh, it's no, creepy it's shit. creepy, yep. But then when, when she's talking about, you know, doing stuff and, like, passing it on, every time he looks at her, he's basically saying, before he even does say it, give it to me, I'll take it. Yeah. I know what you got to do to do it, I'll take it on, thank yeah. you very much. Which is pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> but then he actually, like, they obviously do do it, so... Um, I guess it worked out for him. It's just, it's a little bit cringy. It is. But I, I just giggled at him every time. It's, it's like such a loser. He, he's happy to die to get his end in. It's just, <laughs> it's strange decision making. Like your priorities are not quite there. Yeah, motivated. Thinking back to my high school days, it's, it's pretty spot on that. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> Except I probably wasn't as overtly creepy as kind of just sitting there ogling a girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that was it for me. I didn't have a lot of... Uh, as I said, most of my likes were all tied up in, in the same thing. So, mm. any more from you, gents, before we move on to the Of course, I've got a few more. You've got a couple, a couple more? Um, trying to justify your score here? or it score's the same as yours. <laughs> um, silence in this movie is really well used, I'd say. Like, the, mm. the like absence of like a score or anything happening, yeah. and you, you're just sitting there, and they, they use it really well. The score was actually... Uh, the score, again, was a bit John Carpenter-ish as well. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, But it was very... Simple. Much more restrained. Mm. Yeah. Where but it's it very just, similar to, like, a, like Stranger or Things or yeah. um, the last one we did with, with Turbo Kid. There's a lot of the same beats in there. Yeah. And it's just... It puts you in a certain... Like, it really, that alone takes you back to a certain place, yeah. like, in your childhood sort of thing. Um, the other things I had were sort of specific. I had another really good scare is when they're on the beach and it comes up and, like, lifts the hair. Yeah. That's good. And I then we're in the boathouse, there's a couple of good ones. Yeah, but... I would have liked, um, because it doesn't seem to happen a lot until the end, until the end in the pool, where you get it from the other kid's perspective. Mm. Like, you get it from hers and see the hand race out and then it's gone. And you see her hair go up, and that's kind of creepy. But yeah. she gets away from it, and then you're like, "Where the fuck is it?" And yeah. you get put in the you get put in the well. situation of the other guys as well. So, um, yeah, I thought that was effective. I thought it could have been used maybe a little bit more before they got to the pool. Yeah, but yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed uh, that scene as well. I yeah. thought that that's a, that scene should have been maybe a little bit of a giveaway as to what they needed to do to keep themselves safe in terms of make it visible. Like he obviously hit it with a chair, yeah. so it's got a it's got a mass. Like there's something yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find fucking paint or something to throw so that you yeah, can yeah. see where it is. Like yeah. that, they end up using a sheet at the end and stuff like that. But it, they should have just done something more with that. I thought. Yep. Um, the only other thing I had is where they really <laughs> decide. Like, once you think that she's got it, it's like sort of managed how to deal with it, she ends up in hospital a couple of times, and waking up in hospital knowing that this is things happening and you don't know how long yeah. you've been out for. Pulling out the catheter, mate. Like, or whatever it is. You, you, all you got to be doing is <laughs> looking around straight away and thinking, shit, I. 
could have been gone for 10 hours. It could have been yeah. gone for one hour, you know. You never yep. know. And she's just really chill when the nurse walks in the first time. And the time. hospital rooms, they don't have... They, they, they do there's no exits. Make sure you yeah. two exits. Yeah. There's only one way in and out of that hospital room. Exactly. And when yeah. she's yeah. laying there looking and the, the tears rolling down her face and she hears the nurse coming and she thinks that's the thing and it walks yeah. past, yeah. that scene is just really well done because it, nothing's happening. But yeah. it just it, the way that's it's fair. built is good. Yeah. Um, I think that was... Oh, and, just, and the only other thing I had was the ending. So... When they have the pool scene and you see all the blood, like it's already been shot in the head once, so that doesn't necessarily kill it. He shoots it in the head again, and then you see her see all the blood, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, okay, it's dead. Then she has sex with Paul. He goes to the prostitute. They don't know if that's still a thing. And then they're walking down the thing holding hands, and there's a guy in the background following them. Yeah. And then it just blacks out. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so either it's dead or that was him and something's still happening. Yeah. It's just a really good way to leave it. Yeah, it was. I, I didn't mind that sort of vague. The, the vagueness of the end of it that it didn't have some sort of grand explanation and happily ever after or whatever I kind of liked that's that where that bit works it's the non-explaining why it's happening in the first place is a bit tougher and again that last scene was one of the big reasons the whole adulthood reading set in they said that you know you get the sense of a wedding when they're walking through and as you said this feeling or this you know now that you're an adult or whatever yeah, that's, life's there that's, now. it's not going away you don't know whether it's going yeah, it's away still there. it's still there yeah. And it's, it's just going to be following you forever. And mm. they've come to terms with that. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was fine with the vagueness of, of the end there. That was, uh, that was definitely a like for me. Mm. Well, that's it for me. That's it? No, no more likes. I'm pretty sure Maddie's list is exhausted. <laughs> He's been waiting to get onto the dislikes. No, no, no. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> dislikes. After the intro, I remembered it getting going a lot quicker than it actually yeah, does. Yeah, 100%. That was the big change for me. I kind of recalled um, not a lot of time between that opening and between the pretzel girl and the the um, car and him taking her to the, the bridge and putting her in the wheelchair, yeah. the car park sort of thing, putting her in the wheelchair. It seemed a lot longer this time around. It's I think it was about 20, 20 minutes. minutes yeah. Um, and there's a lot of unnecessary shots of just like, you know, her just laying in the pool and just randomly staring at things. And it's like a lot of it could have been cut down, I'd say. Yeah. Is that the simplicity or the innocence that you've got? Maybe. I don't know. It's like, there's a lot of just va- like, unne- like, it's like they do shots where you're staring at things because you think something will happen and then nothing ever does. And it's just like, okay, I get what. Sounds like my teenagehood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for something. It's just not there. Uh, a lot uh, of sitting around and. But I was with you, mate. Like I, I remembered, like you said, the intro is really good. It throws you straight in there. And yeah. then I remembered it being just ramping from there. And it's mm. just a lot more of a slow burn. Even the scenes when she's, uh, you know, once she gets to, on the date with that dude, it starts to pick up from there. Mm-hmm. The conversations they have start to actually develop the story along a little bit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're playing that game, which to me was a yeah. really, really fantastic way of getting yeah. um, him to spot the, th- the thing. You know, we're yeah. playing this game about who would you switch roles, who do you think I would switch roles with or whatever it was. And yeah, when he spots, you know, oh, the one in the red, oh, the one dress. in the yellow dress. Um, even though there's, I've got a few, you know, few dislikes about the way that it's kind of like, was the girl in the in the dress like 
if it's walking down the aisle looking at him, wouldn't that set him off if he's encountered it before? But, it but putting that aside, the way that mm. they got there was, mm. was fine. And I thought it, it might be like, an ex-girlfriend or something. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing, she's going to come over and say... Yeah. The, thing, the, the thing conversation that I about leading was, up, you know, when he's talking about the kid and he's like, look how simple it is. He just has to... Yeah. You know, he's probably shitting his pants. And, you know, he could be shitting his pants right now and everything's He's happy, fine, as, any, like, yeah. happy as anything. Um, that kind of starts to build up. Mm. You know your your interpretation of the movie and where you take it. So mm. yeah, my my issue was with him picking the yellow, girl in the yellow dress. Like, there's got to be a reason that you think that she would want to be that person. And if it's just a random chick walking down the aisle, there's no reason. Like, she doesn't look happy. She doesn't oh, look an, sad. It's a nice dress. Yeah, but it's that it's just a weird way. Like, it, it does <laughs> yeah. work for them to spot for him to spot her. It just doesn't make sense that he would pick that person mm. out of no, all those yeah. people there. Yeah. Um, I th- <sighs> now again. The, the director said some of this was deliberate, but the inconsistency in how the, the thing acts yeah. was much more of a problem for me watching it this time around. Massive, different yeah. aggression levels, different yeah, decision-making with kills. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is it standing on the roof for? Yeah. The other time, yeah. busted a window. Yeah, and, the, and then times before, it can, on that and how did it get, in, how did it get there? Like the, yeah. There's no motivation there. It's, yeah, it's, it's pulled up a ladder this time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's creepy, but there's just I, no reason. I tried yet. the window once before. I'm going to get on the, on the roof this time and just wait for someone to come out. Like, yeah. I think Jump they, off the roof. <laughs> the director's explanation in one of the interviews I read was something along the lines of, we, are get, we don't know what it can do, and we're only getting it from the other dude's... Um, mm encounters with it and what he says to Jay. Yeah. So when she's having her own encounters, it can really do anything. Yeah. But Why doesn't that's it then? still problematic because you kind of need to know a little bit about what to expect and how they're going to wrap it up at the end. And like the, the fact that it just does different things is a bit, I think it's a, I think it's a weakness. It bends the, the girl's leg backwards and then it has sex with the dude. And melts him into the floor. Like yeah, yeah. I'm and it plays like, with Jay's know. hair. If it does, if it's going to yeah. do what it did to that other girl, it's ripping a fucking head yeah. off. Or yeah, and he, and he specifically off. says um, the Hugh or whatever his name was, kid. He specifically says, "Don't let it touch you." Yeah, yeah and then it right. gets hold of a hair, it gets hold of a foot, and she still manages to get away from it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it, the other times it's shown, as you said, there's there's levels of aggression to. I'm just going to punch through this door, mm. and then there's I'm standing on the roof, and I'm like, I don't get that I thought your whole goal was to get to this yeah. person and and the same thing in the same token the um, when it's when it's the rat kid poking its head through why is it changing forms to get through the hole because it was the big guy before and it couldn't fit through the hole yeah okay that was anyway you might have but something but I just that was anyway. it. it didn't take much to yeah well I guess so well yeah. if it goes to that kid just fucking turn into a toddler or something they can and if they can escape out, <laughs> they can escape out the side of hatch of the side hatch of that building. Why is she curled up watching it destroy the door? And yeah, yeah. it's just yeah, there's some things in there. I'm just like, ah. Oh mate, there's there's definitely more holes than I like. I said oh, that's that's why our score came down because the first time I watched it, I thought this is nearly like spot on. Mm. And then this time watching it, I've actually got a couple of big problems with it. Yeah. yeah. My uh, other big problem is um, the dude that gives it to her. I keep forgetting his name. Well, he tells her Hugh at the start. Yeah, I think. yeah, Jeff. but he, then he changed it to Jet. Yeah, I, I think again, this doesn't really matter in the scheme of it, but it's just the way I, he didn't really need to say it. Mm. He says, "I got it from a girl I had a one night stand with," and he gives no indication that she told him anything about it. 
which would make sense if you're passing it along. It would make sense to tell someone about it so they can pass it along. Yeah, get like it I, as like far said, down. Yeah, the six six degrees of separation. You know, you want it to be. Yeah, you want it to be far enough lot. away from you. Um, so, but he kind of just says, "I had a one night stand," which then makes it so. If you're not expecting this, how did you escape it? Mm. So yeah, it's impossible. It was a little bit problematic in that area, and I felt yeah. like. Just don't say it. He he doesn't need to say it. Yeah, it's not the sort of thing you can figure out because either yeah. it kills you or you know about it and you know to get away. Yeah, and again, the director said it was vague. It's just this guy's experiences with it. Be yeah. even more vague. Don't even don't even have him say. Just have him say. If someone asks him, don't have someone ask him in the script. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter how he got it by saying the way he said it. It's just kind of like that doesn't really work because he would have needed to get that explanation too. And the one night yeah. stand thing. Met her in a bar, had a one night stand. That doesn't seem to fit. Yeah. Well, the other thing that confused me about him too, in the photo in the yearbook, the girl that he's with looks like the girl from the beach it in the died. first scene. Exactly. That's what I so thought. So the order's was. wrong if that's the case. Yeah. So it, it makes it even stranger that he actually says what he says. And I think that it's... I think what you said is what happened. And he just says this line. And it's like... Because that would mean that he had sex with her, passed it on to her, and she was actually his girlfriend. Yeah. And then it's come back to him. Yes. But that's not a one-night stand. So that means he was lying about it. But I wasn't 100% sure that it was the same girl. But if it wasn't, it was very similar. Mm. Very similar. It would have made sense to me, too. But they were vague about the timeline of that girl at the start, too. So. I don't know how long ago that was, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, can you not just go overseas? <laughs> I thought that. Yeah, like if the thing's a million just walking, times, I thought that. Is it going to wait and sneakily walk onto a plane to go where you are, like, or does it walk along the bottom of the ocean? Mm. Can it drown? Like, well, if it's... I'm not just I'm not just driving 15 minutes away and sleeping on the bonnet. Oh, that's the point. thing. That's well, where it comes down it, to how ambiguous it, it is, how old they are, because yeah. it's sort of like you can't just pick up your life and move if you're a teenage kid. Yeah, but, but well, she, driving, says, she says that he's 21 at one point. But it yeah. seems to be it seems to be bound by these physical laws, like a, you know, it seems can't go to have doors. to go up hills. It has to, you know, can't go through the doors. Can't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I'm hiking through the canyon and then getting the bloody plane out yeah. on the helicopter, and then getting one of those like really tall like spiky bits and just standing <laughs> on top and sitting there and just waiting. No, but there seems to be. It seems like there is ways to get around it, and it feeds into what you said that they're, they're a bit silly um, yeah their plan at the end that's my biggest problem with it well the director mentioned he wanted it to feel like a bunch of teenagers Amateurs. that don't know anything yeah. trying to solve this problem that's how it but came across <laughs> if you have like I mean I'm pretty sure when I was you know 18 I could have figured it out yeah let's get this thing in a fucking pit and see if it can get out or oh. something like you know figure out something like if I'm that. luring a demon that walks I'm not taken to the pool the only place you're not allowed to run at <laughs> yeah you know there's signs everywhere do not run come on yeah, yeah that's good Matty yeah I'm thinking I'm gonna you know I'm gonna try and get it stuck yeah. somewhere so yeah. it goes down there and thinks oh shit you yeah. know it really sucks being a demon who can only walk and uh, That's right. is bound by the laws of you know physics. physics yeah, <laughs> the gun wouldn't, the bullet wouldn't shoot through the water anyway. I've seen MythBusters. Maddie's <laughs> <laughs> just ripping it apart now. Logic's gone, guys. Yeah. Um, what are you talking about? Like, there's like, why does she constantly drive away to be by uh, on her own and then go to stuff like places like the park? Yeah. Or the places like where she goes to the forest and falls asleep on the fucking hood of the car. It seems to me you need someone there so you can say, "Can you see that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's like, "No, I can't." Oh, 
Cool, let's Thankfully, move. We've got a 50 metre head start. Also, yeah, I want a actions. fucking radius of about two kilometres all around me with clear vision. On the beach. I don't want a forest. On the beach, I'm sitting back to the water too. She's the one that's sitting closest <laughs> to the path with her back to it. Yeah, I'm on a dinghy, mate. Don't think yeah. you guys stay on the shore. I'm just going to sit out here on a rubber dinghy. Yeah. Actually, the, the way they can built... it swim? It can swim, though. The thing can swim. The way they right? built that scene, though, was really good, actually, because I thought about this bit. Before they do the hair lift bit, you can see the girl walking up the trail behind him, and a bunch of times they make Paul look, they make whatever it's called, like Lulu or Lila or whatever the other girl's yeah, name yeah. is. They, they, the way they shoot it, they make you, you like you know for sure that they're looking in that direction and they don't see that thing, and so you know that's what it is. There's, there's yeah. no question that that's what's coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like in terms of their escape plan, like you said, the the thing at the end, that's my biggest problem with the movie. Yeah. What makes that like Paul looks at a picture of her in the pool and goes. I've got this idea. That, there's no reason for him to think that that would be an effective Definitely. The, the reason is he wants to see her in a bikini again. <laughs> well, and then she puts a one-piece on and rips him off. Like, But even that, like the way that they've got all the... You said it's about being dumb kids, but the way that they've got all the electronic devices around the pool, mm. that yeah. level of water, that amount of water, you could not electrify to kill somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like and as soon as you throw one thing, you throw a hairdryer, it's going to trip the circuit and all your lights go out. But I probably not the, the best. Point. Yeah. I think he's, I think that's what you know, the idea was that they didn't know what they were doing. My, my point but is, you wouldn't be throwing all your eggs in that basket. Yeah, Paul but it said still so. doesn't make it effective. No, this is a, this is my problem with what the director was saying, and I'm you know I think he's done a really good job with this movie, but that was my biggest problem too. Is that these you kind of establish these things and then they go out the window, um, and. The ending, regardless of whether they're stupid kids or not, just it falls flat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not exciting to watch. It doesn't kind of feel like it resolves anything satisfactorily. Like, yeah. Even the vagueness of the ending overall is satisfactory, but that whole pool scene is just a bit... Especially if you don't get the fact that that's supposed to be her dad throwing things at her. Like, yeah, which that's I like missed. her life coming at her. Which I missed, and, you know, the first time around, it's, it's pretty pretty clear if you're paying attention to those photos and and that sort of thing but again that's you know it's it still doesn't really it just doesn't hit that ending for no. me like i said the problem with the plan was the biggest problem the plan, i had with sorry. it for sure yeah, yeah. um maddie any more there oh man <laughs> just so dumb <laughs> It's so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. The kid, the, like, like we said, and I understand it's because they're vulnerable and they're teenagers and stuff, but she spends a lot of time just curled up in a in an isolated room that she can't get out of. And mm. instead of that's, actually That's a sitting, horror movie trope. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. You have talked about it in previous pods, yeah. but it's just... And I understand it's part of it to make it move, but I'd, I just feel like they could have done more with it, like come up with the plan and then... It still follows you, regardless of how well you plan. You just don't realise how powerful it is. Yeah, it could have organised it in a different way. And they didn't take advantage of it being able to change forms as much as they could. Like, yeah, like have it where it actually gets really close and scares the shit out of you for because you didn't realise it was there. Yeah, it was always, uh, yeah, you always sort of saw it coming. The only time she's really scared is with the lady in the kitchen that's pissing everywhere. Yeah, and but that's the first scene. Nursing home and then go, oh shit, Leah, say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But but that like that's the first scene where like as soon as she got scared there I'm like cool run out your front door yeah. nut she runs upstairs yeah. yeah and that that that's just a horror movie thing and that yeah. bugs me in every single one yeah. we do it with that for sure 
And again, with with um, old, old Paul taking the taking the hit for the team and having sex with her, and then which again is just so. Gee, you're, you're a good bloke. Paul. Why doesn't she just have sex with a fucking prostitute? Yeah, yeah. Well, she she can figure this out, and she doesn't have to have sex with the well. That's with the, the well, sex I, one of my like my one of my last dislikes is mm. she's a shit friend. <laughs> she like, is. She is. She's a shit friend. She's horrible. She's like, oh, Greg, you want to take it, sweet mate? Have a crack at this. He doesn't even believe yeah, it. He doesn't believe it. So I was like, that's the it's that's the murder. last person you should be giving it to. Yeah. yeah. She was like, and she's just she pubs it off too. She's just like, ah, I thought I could take care of himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed okay with it. <laughs> I knew it was real, but I the, laughed the, hard, the fact like... that she knows it's real and she's still happy to palm it off, like, yeah. it's bad enough that she goes and. Obviously, has had sex with the guys in the boat. Yeah, yeah, like you're murdering complete strangers just to save yourself. Like, there's yeah. a lot of moral. And it's, and it's, a, it's a transition. It's a transition. Once you, once you, she starts off at the beginning. Oh, I'm not sure if I really like him, and then at the end, she's just fucking anyone on a dinghy in the middle of nowhere. Like. Yes, I do like the. Uh, I do like the fact that it really does nail the mindset of a teenage boy, where she's like, um, there. We could have sex, but this thing might kill you afterwards. And he's like, sweet, let's, let's have sex. I'll that out later. If there's boobs in, I'm in. Let's do it. Let's do that now. We'll work the rest out later. That's let's exactly uh, let's put a condom on and see if it actually passes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Is it unprotected sex or is it protected sex? It doesn't It doesn't specify, it's obviously. No, but it doesn't discriminate. You didn't get there. It doesn't discriminate, yeah. Um, I had, we sort of mentioned this earlier on, but when uh, when Greg opens the door, he's like, oh, mum, what? Like... <laughs> Mum rapes a bad way to go. Oh no, that is dreadful. Is it when, when you walk, when like they walk in and they show the shot of what she's doing to him on the ground and he's yeah. like cold dead face. I'm like, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> that's his mum. But they set that up and then they never come back to it again. Again, it's something I thought they were increasing. This is what it does to everyone, is it? Is well, that... that's the thing. And then it's, just... again, it's different. To it seems yeah. to treat everybody differently. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. her, it's other than when it fiddles with her hair. It's like. It's, the it's trying to just kill her. It's trying yeah. to destroy you. And then with him, it's his mum. and But it does him in a completely different way that you mm. see. Like, I didn't see his leg getting snapped in half. No. It was well, his old fella, was it? <laughs> and that, that, that was what I was wondering. Is it, does it, like, does it punish you? Like, does it kill you through intercourse as well? But the girl on the beach, like, whatever that was. Like, she, yeah. maybe she was in, like, yeah. a sex swing and got tangled. I don't know. But... <laughs> Like, there's just there, again, it's no no outlining of what the rules are of what it yeah. will do and why or any of that stuff. And it's, so you're like it just, I feel like it does need that as much as the director yeah. kind of said that some of that was a conscious thing. I feel like it does need a because it's the antithesis of your scream where these are the set rules, these are the rules yeah. it has to go by exactly, and you get kind of you get kind of. I don't know, disorient disorientated is the right word, but you're mm. kind of watching it and you're like. I just don't know, like, why is it doing that to this person and why is it doing... It doesn't give you enough to kind of figure figure that out. Um, and, you know, some people enjoy that. That's why there's, there's probably why there's still a whole lot of different readings taken away from this, yeah. what people think it's about. Um, but, yeah, I just... I felt it... <clears throat> it diminishes the experience a little bit for me. Yeah. Are you guys still at a four and a three and a half? I'm still at a three and a half, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm still at the, like I said, the, the, the impact it had the first time, I'm still probably giving it a bit of a bump yeah. on that. It's probably a three and a half, but I just, the first time I watched it, I loved it that much. I was, like, a little, I was actually a little bit sad because I was sitting there watching it this time around and I just... I know, I was the same. I was thinking it's never going to have the, that, that impact yeah. that it did the first time around and it was such a good viewing that first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
After discussing I, it, I might give it a two. I'll like definitely a, be watching it again because I'll, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll go back to it and the next time I probably will be at a four. I'll see yeah. something different or I won't be looking to read it in a particular way or looking for particular things. I'll yeah, just take right. it in and think, that's ah, an effective, effective mm. movie. Well, I was nervous because the other day, like before I did the rewatch, I was talking to the blokes at work and I can't remember how it came up, but I was like, oh, you got to watch this movie. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I was watching it now and I'm like... Might have oversold it. <laughs> yeah, Might have gone too far. And that's it. it. And that, maybe again, once. it was the expectations. I came in thinking it would be a... Like, I didn't know anything about it at mm. all. And um, I guess I came in thinking it would be, a, like, have a decent budget. And then it was sort of a... Like, the, the, it was good visually, but the the script was a bit weak and the mm. characters were a the bit style, weak. It's sure. Yeah, the yeah, way it's so done. so maybe I went in with higher expectations and... Maybe you just Just got pissed off for the whole... kid. Turbo Kid's amazing. What Turbo Kid? I only had a couple other little ones, and it's kind of stuff we've touched on a little bit. I mentioned when she wakes up in like the hospital situation. When she wakes up in the hospital the first time, and she knows something's actually going on, she should be more nervous. Yeah, absolutely. When that nurse, the male nurse, walks in, he just sort of saunters in the side, and she's just laying there, chill as, and, and then he obviously starts doing his job. But I'm like. I'd be way more just like, I shouldn't be here, this isn't good, I've got to yeah. be more nervous about it. So that was a bit weird. And then the only other thing I had was, considering it, it can change itself into whatever, it's shit at camouflage. If it actually wanted yeah, to be functional, right. maybe put some clothes on or don't be a fucking 10-foot tall maybe it's freak of nature. If the whole point of it is to scare the shit out of you for the whole rest of your life, yeah, until you get the monkey off your back or give it to uh, yeah. someone else. Then. I felt like it could have done better at... Because at the end, it's like clearly it's your father. It's trying to mess with you mentally. Uh, do it more like that the whole way along. Yeah, like yeah. Pull strings it. specific to each person. Yeah, because obviously it can't be somebody you know all the time because then it couldn't sneak up on you. Yeah. But it seems to. It doesn't seem to have a pattern of when it does that sort of stuff. So you can get away with it being someone that you know more often. Yeah. Or even, why did it not have a crack at being like any of the people that was with her? Like, why didn't it show up as Kelly at some point or Paul? Yeah. Like, that would have been worth it. Just another time. thought. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> why? <laughs> why is Hugh using a photo of him and his girlfriend as a bookmark in his porno magazine? <laughs> That's what they're using to track him down with a Letterman jacket. Why is he using it as a bookmark in the Well, he's classy, mate. He's got to use the magazines to go to a certain point and then remind himself of who he really cares about. We've all been there. <laughs> Must have been on the article. That's really <laughs> I didn't think... <laughs> You didn't think about that? It was the first thing I thought. I'm like, who puts a photo of their partner in a porno mag? Oh, God. I don't know what I was doing at that point. I remember seeing that. Especially when she's dead because you had sex with her. Also a problem. Yeah, that's... Unless he likes it. Even worse. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to jerk off, but... Oh, man, I miss you so much. My my dead girlfriend, so pretty. But his fake boobs. (laughs) Thank God. That's... Yeah, that's problematic. Um, sorry word for it. Sorry. I think that was it for me. Yep. Anything else? No. no I'll leave it there. Covered. I think yeah, you're probably right. We should leave it there. It is going to get down to two and a half, two <laughs> stage. Shit, more on, more I, on your line. And I'll people. tell you what, I enjoyed um, discussing it with you guys a hell of a lot more than I remember. Just like sitting there thinking about my notes, <laughs> having the chats, just made it made me a bit more comfortable. Let's clarify it for you. I'm just because like I understand why we would be slightly like less on it, but I thought as a first watch 
fuck, I was hoping everyone would have the same yeah. that we had, you yeah. know? Especially when you see something with that kind of rating on Rotten Tomatoes, you think, holy shit. 97% like is person. no joke. There's not a person out there that doesn't like this movie. And then Maddie rolls in with a... Oh, one and a half fucking <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> but all your points are definitely valid. You're like, like that, said, uh, what's is... that bloke's name? Armand Watt, who just, you know, gives a movie... Uh, the opposite of its critical consensus, <laughs> just for the sake of it. He's been like kicked out of. So he's an internet troll. <laughs> Classic. But he, he writes like he's got he's got like um you know a status on Rotten Tomatoes and that as a re- and he's in critical like societies and things like that. And he just basically, if you think a movie's shit, he'll give it five stars. <laughs> and if it's great, Explain why he'll it's rip good. it apart. I think that's what yeah. I think to see you, what he gave Valerian then. You've just come in Armand Whited you know the hell out of this movie. <laughs> But, you know, hard to argue with some of the points that you've raised there, to be honest. <laughs> oh, well, it's all right. Like they say, mate, opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got one. Yeah, yep. <laughs> You're allowed. <laughs> no, like I mean, like, if, if I, I hadn't watched it the second time and you came in and said that, I probably would have punched you in the, nut, in the neck. But um, I can't disagree with, all, <laughs> like, the, pretty much everything you said. And the, <laughs> the, the, the neck. The, the, ne- the knuck. And you start with the eyes, wasn't it? Eyes, neck, nuts. Keep an eye on the Facebook page and we'll uh, let everyone know what we're going to be covering in the next few weeks. Maddie, I believe, will be uh, roping you in again. We're without, I'm in. I'm in. We're without our fearless leader for a few few weeks. So um, so production values will still be low. Yeah, they'll be low. We need, <coughs> we need, a, touch of, uh, we need a touch of class that Maddie brings and the, uh, land us a bit of credibility. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, keep an eye on the Facebook page, Thrill Me Podcast Australia. Um, you can email us at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Feel free to disagree with us. Give us a you know good review. Give us some ideas of something to watch if you want to. Um, but until next week, uh, gentlemen, been good to good to get in touch with you again. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all soon. You won't see anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Find the podcast on Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.